This is episode 65 of the Christian Travelers Network. Today we will talk about fear or future with Penny McPherson. Welcome to the Christian Travelers Network, where travel stories, community, and scripture combine. Christian travelers, so glad that you are here. Today, Penny is joining us to talk about fear or future, an aspect that we are all familiar with with travel. But before Penny joins us, I want to point you to our website, christiantravelers.net. There you'll find other faith and travel resources, along with links to our Facebook group, Instagram, and our recent edition, Pinterest. But I hope that you enjoy today's episode because Penny is joining us and Penny traded her corporate life for life of eating, living, and learning across the globe. She is currently living with her husband in Costa Rica. She lives a plant-based lifestyle, serving as an international speaker and best life coach. Her motto is, God made me. He doesn't make mistakes. Therefore, I can do, I can learn, and I can succeed. Hey, Penny, how's it going? Hola, how are you, Sarah? Thank you for having me. I am doing really good. We are so excited to have you on the podcast. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, as you mentioned, I dislodged myself from my corporate America career, which was 34 years, and I uh, rewrote my next chapter of life as to what I was going to do. My husband and I, I am married, and we moved abroad, and it was, it is purely we believe God led as it's been most things in our life. So I'm originally from Richmond, Virginia, and uh, yeah, I'm a lover of God and I like to help people. Awesome. So can you tell us a little bit about this transition from corporate to just moving up around the globe? What what motivated that? Well, I, I actually... A lot of times I hear people saying they leave, they left their job because they just couldn't stand it anymore. I really loved my job in uh, corporate America. And so I worked for a global bank, and uh, my husband was also in management. Well, not at the bank, but at a different company. And so you know, after, after we got married later in life, uh, like in our 40s, or he was in his 40s. And so it was... Um, it was just kind of a switch, I would say, that, that went off. We did some traveling with some family members. And when we did that, we went off of the resort and discovered uh, real live people who were, who were the native people of the lands. And we really wanted a little bit of more of that interaction. So we, we decided that the most important thing in life at the end of life was for us to do what it is that we wanted to do. We didn't want to get to the end of life and say, well, you know, I wish, I wonder what it would have happened if we had traveled, if we had done this, if we done, we, didn't, we wanted to live a life of no regrets. And so that is how the thought process started. It's so true. So many of us kind of get like hung up on the fears versus pursuing the dreams. Um, and that's kind of one of the things that you want to talk about, fear or future. Can you maybe elaborate on that idea a little bit? Sure, because I think every time we start to think about doing something, we, it's really easy for the, the human brain to go to the negative side. 
So for us, and then people help you also because they give you their reservations about your idea. So that's why it's really important to to make your decision and be sure that that is something that you want to do, whether it's going back to school, whether it's starting a business, whatever it is. For us, it was traveling and exploring uh, globe the globe. And so we made that decision. We set our mind to do it. And this is what we're going to do. And we we knew that God was in this decision. So we knew that no matter where we went, we we're going to be fine. And so even even though we knew this, there were still some things in the back of our mind every now and then that might might put a little doubt and because there are seeds of doubt that are everywhere. And so we really had to face those and keep reminding ourselves, okay, well, God is in this. We know that we're being led to do this. This door is continually being open and obstacles overcome. When we went to the we went to the Philippines and we were thinking, okay, well, we had to stop at Singapore first and we're like, okay, we know no one in Singapore, no one at all. So how do we make a smooth transition? And this is really how it, it laid the groundwork for all the the regular, the rest of our trips. What we did, since we're part of a global church, we reached out to a local pastor who was also from the Philippines. He put us in touch with someone in Singapore and they provided housing for us. They kept it. So it saved us money. It gave us contacts. We knew the, the best areas to go to, where, where to stay away from, how to travel. All of that was all set up. And that's what we did for every Philippines. We did Singapore, Costa Rica, um, Colombia, Panama, all of those. We did the, we followed the exact same pattern. So we had that comfort level. So that helped dispel a lot of the fears too. And then people put fears in your mind of things that really don't necessarily happen. Like they think, you know, there's crime and things like that. Yes, you need to be mindful, but you can't go into an, a, a, an atmosphere and automatically assume something negative is going to happen. You have to try. That can be really challenging to um, kind of overcome those fears. How do you, um, when you encounter those moments with fear, how do you like talk yourself through it or like mm -hmm. process to keep going forward? There was a, a, a little saying that used to say when I was a kid, you know, um, count your blessings, name them one by one, count your blessings, see what the Lord has done. And it actually maybe a song, I don't know, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I, I think for me, because there's been a, lots of fears that, gosh, I could really write a book, but things that have happened through life. I mean, I've gone through a divorce. It was really um, a negative uh, time in life. Um, and my self-esteem went to zero, negative, uh, negative 50 at one point. And so to come back from a lot of things in life that have happened, um, whether you didn't know if you're going to get that job or if the relationship failed or if there was a loss in the family, um, I've experienced loss, death in the family and coming back from those and seeing that God brought me from those and surely he can take care of this, whatever it is. And we've, we, we've done some things on this trip. We could actually write a book on things not to do <laughs> when you travel abroad too, because we've made, we've made some pretty, we've missed a couple of uh, international flight here or there. So that'll add a lot of fear and frustration into your life as well. But, uh, but what I do is I remember the things that 
happened before and how, oh yeah, well that did work out. And, and the worst case scenario didn't happen. And try to remind myself what I was just telling my husband earlier today is instead of people thinking, well, what's the worst thing that can happen there? How about what's the best thing that can happen? That is a that is a good mindset shift and kind of going all on those lines. Um, you've mentioned to me before that your concept of fear or future really comes from kind of a biblical story. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, I remember talking about um, how Abraham was told to go. Yeah. Now, and we know the story of Abraham and he went. Now, he didn't necessarily know exactly what address he was going to, ex the exact destination, what the neighborhood neighbors were going to be like whether they spoke the language or anything, but he was led. And because he had that relationship and he knew that when he heard that voice, that, that was God talking to him, that's how he was able to move and set out in confidence. Like when, when my mom calls me, she doesn't have to say, Penny, this is your mom. I know it's my mom before she even says it's her, it's her because I know her voice because I've talked to her on a regular basis. We have to have the same relationship with God so that when we hear that voice, as my husband and I did, we knew that, okay, this is, this is good. We can go in this direction. And there's so many examples of, you know, like the, the priest putting the, their feet in the water and then the water is parting. You have to mm -hmm. kind of move out in faith because you can't necessarily, well, faith is the, the, the evidence of things not seen. So you don't see before you move. And that really is what kind of helps build you and build you up is moving in those, those examples, the examples that are written in the Bible for us and the examples that we have in our lives as well. Mm, I really like that example. I don't think I've ever heard it quite said like that, where you are moving and then you see, you know, God's, God's response to that. And that is a really good imagery. But, um, uh, I, I can add, um, if you don't mind, the, for instance, we're, when we were leaving Columbia and we didn't want to leave with Colombian uh, pesos because we weren't coming back that we knew of. So we, we were in the airport trying to spend all the money that we had before we got on the plane to go to Panama. And in doing that, we missed the plane. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it didn't help that also the plane was late um, that got us there. So we didn't have as much time as we thought we had. But anyway. Uh, so we missed the plane, but if we had not missed that plane, then we would not have had a place to stay when we got in Panama. It's a much longer story, but Airbnb, the manager, the management and Airbnb, they worked with us. They gave us like a thousand dollar credit because of all the chaos that went on. So we, we ended up almost, we, we didn't have to pay for our stay in Panama because of the delay that we thought was something that was devastating. We missed our plane. Oh my God, we got to spend 10 hours in the airport. Well, because of that, we got, we got basically a free stay in, in Panama for a month. And then we just extended our, and extended our stay on top of that. So oh, that is super amazing cool. how things work out. It's amazing how things work. All things work together for good. for Those who love the word and call it according to its purpose. So we got to be able to, to give God's promises back to him because his word does not return void. And if we can share a promise with God, well, God, you said, well, he, he has to fulfill that. When we're living in his will, he has to fulfill that promise to us. And so that's, 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 a, that's a, a factor in conquering fear.
Okay, so one of the most evident things I think in our world today is COVID-19 and it's Mm -hmm. causing a lot of fear. How have you been responding to that? That is a very good question. Actually, I just thought about that before the podcast today because I have to do a a broadcast every Monday um, for Mm -hmm. my Monday Medicinal Moments. And I was thinking about that. I was like, gee, you know, I really can't, you can't talk about you know, living the life that I'm living. I'm glad I live on a beach. Uh, it's about, um, it's less, I guess, a, a fourth of a mile. I guess I don't know what it's about 10, eight blocks, I guess, three blocks away from where I am. And, you know, in the tropics, I live in a rainforest. And I'm thinking, man, I really don't think anybody wants to hear about my life, you know, uh, going outside and picking fruit. But, uh, well, I have a two twofold. One, I am concerned about my family that is who, who are in the states now um, because they have uh, a lot of people have compromised immune systems, mm-hmm. which is one of the things that I I help teach people to uh, uncompromise, and so the, so that's a, a challenge for me. I'm not there physically to help, but that's fine. Um, but so I, I do think about that a lot and sometimes, and it also makes me think about returning to the States because, um, because there's a lot of challenges with that as well. As far as here in Costa Rica, in our country, we have had a very low compared, uh, compared to the United States or compared to uh, London and other very large, large first world countries, we've had a very low rate of, of occurrences. In addition, the part of Costa Rica where I live is on the Caribbean coast. So the the virus was brought to Costa Rica by someone from the United States who landed on the west coast where the airport is. We are about four and a half hours drive away from the airport. So we're in the rainforest and and so we've had one in this entire province, uh, which is about the size of one of the counties in Winnipeg. I don't know how, what, how big it is. Yeah. But um, and we have less than, I think, less than 5,000 people who live in this general area. So mm-hmm. we've had one person who's had it. So our, our life, even, so we, but we do, right now we're under uh, restrictions. Like the, the driving's restricted. Uh, the traveling is restricted. All the restaurants are are closed except for takeout, um, and a lot, just about all the businesses are closed. And so, um, so it has been an inconvenience in some way, mm-hmm. but not as much as it is with people who are living in um, high contagious contagion areas. So for us, one thing I said earlier this week, as a matter of fact, was I am glad. I think that God knew that the coronavirus was going to happen because nothing happens as a surprise to him mm-hmm. and that one uh, and that it would be best or a good idea that if we were going to do any traveling at some point that we not put it off because if I can expound for just a minute the reason that we chose to move now at this present point in our lives is that well, there were three factors one we weren't too old. <laughs> we could still ride a bike, you know, for miles, you know, and um, go ride a bike, go to the store or ride the bike to um, up 
the mountains down to the, the next city. Mm-hmm. We also, our parents, our moms, and um, my husband's dad, they were still in relatively good health. So they were not dependent on us at this point in their lives. And three, we have two sons, 27 and 28, I think, <laughs> that, and they don't have any, they're not married, and they don't have any children, so we don't have any grandchildren. So that was a trifecta that came to came in effect right now that's happening. And so if we were if we could have looked into the future, we'd have known that, hey, it's going to be COVID and you're not going to be able to travel. So you got to go now. So thank God that he is my travel agent. He knew when to send us. (laughs) Amen. Uh, So did you find yourselves getting stopped by COVID and stuck in Costa Rica? Or was that kind of like where you planned to end up? That is a really good question, as a matter of fact. Actually, we were supposed to be back in the United States in May uh, because our son was graduating with his master's. And so we we weren't going to miss his graduation. But COVID happened and there are no graduations. And so we were thinking, okay, so... Why go back now? Because that was our reason for going back. And then we were going to stay since we were going back. But yeah. now we, we think that we'll just wait and wait it out. And so we're, we're waiting for the Lord to tell us the next move. So that's where we are. We are to wait and see. Yeah. So if someone else was kind of on the brink of stepping out and traveling, maybe not at this moment with COVID, but whenever things kind of clear up, um, mm-hmm. what tips or tools would you suggest that they kind of go through to step out in faith? That is a, a very good question. Yeah. Oh, oh, Sarah, your questions are so good. <laughs> <laughs> but no, great question. Because in addition to faith, I will say that that we also have to do our part. So there are some things that we, we before I quit my job or um, and before my husband quit his job, we had to put some things in place first. And one of those things was was the financial piece of it. You can't just willy-nilly just walk out the door and say, hey, I'm done. Uh, one, we, we paid off our debts. And we, we um, simplified our life. And simplification as far as getting rid of, we had so much material, so many material things that it was ridiculous. We didn't want for anything. And so we got rid of, we sold, we sold, we gave away, we simplified our life uh, down to, to the last very detail. For, so simplification and also making sure that your financial house is in order are two very key pieces to that puzzle. And then trust God in the little things in your life. So whatever that little decision is that you're about to make, you're getting ready to go to the grocery store, you're going to buy something. Okay, Lord, you know, which, which one should I get? You know, which way should I go if I'm getting ready to travel? Uh, which direction should it, who do you want me to encourage today? Is it the cashier? Is it my neighbor? Is it my, somebody in my family? Start talking to and building that relationship with God and building that faith. And when you do that faith, over that faith will overcome any fear that you have from then and forevermore. Amen. That is so true and is a lot of really good and important wisdom. So um, I have a few more questions, but is there anything else that you think would be important to share? 
Sure. Um, well, I, I appreciate the uh, your audience for listening. I thank you for the invitation. And I, I think that since I am, I also go by Plant Based Penny. The one piece of advice that I would live that I would leave with anybody is to make sure that whatever decisions that we're making, especially when it comes to what we're eating, what we're taking in our bodies, or whether we're moving or not what we're drinking, make sure that we, those decisions are helping us to look well, feel well, and live well. So whatever we're doing, because good health is never a bad thing. It is never bad. It'll give you choices. The choices that we make today are going to determine whether or not we have choices tomorrow. So whether or not you choose to eat that fatty piece of meat <laughs> and sit on the sofa and do no movement and exercise, that choice is going to determine whether or not Far in the future, you get to travel, you get to uh, study, you get to do whatever it is that you want to do, give back, whether you want to love more, give more, that's really going to determine that. So whatever you do, making sure those choices that you make today are going to give you opportunities tomorrow. Well, thank you, Penny. Um, one of the questions I always like to ask our guests is what has been your biggest God moment in all of your travels? One of the biggest lessons, and I guess also a regret that I had was, and maybe everybody's already <laughs> had this moment, but when we went to Panama and after church, we, they offered, someone offered to take us to their home. Gosh, I have a couple of these examples. So their home, their home was under construction. It probably had been under construction for years, but they took us to their house and they treated us so well and so beautifully and they were great, wonderful people. And we had, they gave us the last of their meal. Uh, the, the child didn't eat to make sure that we had food. I mean, and when I compare that to how I lived in the United States to where everything had to be perfect, every, the dishes had to match and, and everything had to be perfectly clean and everything before I would invite people over for dinner that for me is a is a regret and a moment of shame and a learning opportunity that I have of all the opportunities that I met that I must have missed when I was in the United States when I was at home and I did not give I did not love to the capacity that I could have because I was looking for a state of perfection so for me, that was my God moment. He helped me realize that I can give exactly where I am with what I have in my hand. That's very powerful. And I think right now, as so many of us are maybe not able to travel and um, maybe we can't do social distancing things necessarily always in home, there's still that mentality, though, that we can do a lot with the little that we have. And we don't have to have perfection to still do that, too. Right. There are a lot of people right now who are waiting for somebody to text them, for somebody to call them, for somebody to reach out to them. We don't have to, we don't have to go anywhere to do that. Absolutely. So, Penny, we've enjoyed having you on the podcast. How can our listeners connect with you outside of this episode? 
Sure, I'll be happy to uh, connect with anyone. And you can reach me if you're on social media, which you probably are if you're listening to uh, this great broadcast on Christian Travelers. You can reach me at, at Plant Based Penny Life. That's at Plant Based Penny Life on Facebook or Instagram. Or you can email me at plantbasedpenny, the number one, at gmail.com. So that's either at Plant Based Penny Life on Facebook and Instagram or plantbasedpenny1 at gmail.com. I'm happy to hear from anyone and I'm happy to help you look well, live well, and feel well. Awesome. And I will make sure to put links to that in the description below. Penny, thanks so much for talking about fear and future and how we can be stepping out in faith in our travels and in our daily lives. Thank you, Sarah, for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> yes. Well, Christian Travelers, I hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. So safe travels and God bless.